welcome to Lit with a Twist. This pairing will feature Scurry, adorable little squirrel. It is a dark honey ale from Off Color Brewing, right here in Chicago, actually. And I thought this would be a phenomenal beer to pair with politically correct bedtime stories. This book was a gift to me from my father. Thanks, Dad. So, Politically Correct Bedtime Stories, Modern Tales for Our Life and Times by James Finn Garner. Perfect reading when you're drinking scurry. However, I'm going to be sharing with you one of my favorites within the story, which is Red Riding Hood. This is a pretty badass Red Riding Hood. So scurry might be served in an ale, like a tankard, something like that, with every other fairy tale that you can think of, but Little Red Riding Hood is a little bit classier than that, but she's also a badass. So she's drinking this dark beer while sharing her story. Cheers. <sighs> mm. Little Red Riding Hood. There once was a young person named Red Riding Hood who lived with her mother on the edge of a large wood. One day, her mother asked her to take a basket of fresh fruit and mineral water to her grandmother's house, not because this was women's work, mind you, but because the deed was generous and helped engender a feeling of community. Furthermore, her grandmother was not sick, but rather was in full physical and mental health and was fully capable of taking care of herself as a mature adult. So Red Riding Hood set off with her basket through the woods. Many people believed that the forest was a foreboding and dangerous place and never set foot in it. Red Riding Hood, however, was confident enough in her own budding sexuality that such obvious Freudian imagery did not intimidate her. On the way to Grandma's house, Red Riding Hood was accosted by a wolf who asked her what was in her basket. She replied, some healthful snacks for my grandmother, who is certainly capable of taking care of herself as a mature adult. The wolf said, you know, my dear, it isn't safe for a little girl to walk through these woods alone. The wolf said, Red Riding Hood said, I find your sexist remark offensive in the extreme, but I will ignore it because of your traditional status as an outcast from society, the stress of which has caused you to develop your own entirely valid worldview. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must be on my way. Red Riding Hood walked on along the main path, but because his status outside society had freed him from slavish adherence to linear Western-style thought, the wolf knew a quicker route to Grandma's house. He burst into the house and ate Grandma, an entirely valid course of action for a carnivore such as himself. Then, unhampered by rigid traditionalist notions of what was masculine or feminine, he put on Grandma's nightclothes and crawled into bed. Red Riding Hood entered the cottage and said, Grandma, I have brought you some fat-free, sodium-free snacks to salute you in your role of a wise and nurturing matriarch. From the bed, the wolf said softly, Come closer, child, so that I might see you. Red Riding Hood said, Oh, I forgot you are as optically challenged as a bat. Grandma, what big eyes you have! They have seen much and forgiven much, my dear. Grandma! What a big nose you have, only relatively, of course, and certainly attractive in its own way. It has smelled much and forgiven much, my dear. Grandma, what big teeth you have. 
The wolf said, I am happy with who I am and what I am, and leapt out of bed. He grabbed Red Riding Hood in his claws, intent on devouring her. Red Riding Hood screamed, not out of alarm, at the wolf's apparent tendency toward cross-dressing, but because of his willful invasion of her personal space. Her screams were heard by a passing woodchopper person, or log fuel technician, as he preferred to be called. When he burst into the cottage, he saw Amelie then try to intervene. But as he raised his axe, Red Riding Hood and the wolf both stopped. And just what do you think you're doing? asked Red Riding Hood. The woodchopper person blinked and tried to answer, but no words came out. Bursting in here like a Neanderthal, trusting your weapon to do your thinking for you, she exclaimed. Sexist! Speciest! How dare you assume that women and wolves can't solve their own problems without a man's help? When she heard Red Riding Hood's impassioned speech, Grandma jumped out of the wolf's mouth, seized the woodchopper person's ass, and cut his head off. After this ordeal, Red Riding Hood, Grandma, and the wolf felt a certain commonality of purpose. They decided to set up an alternative household based on mutual respect and cooperation, and they lived happily together in the woods ever after. Politically Correct Bedtime Stories by James Finn Garner Paired with Scurry in a champagne flute. Thanks for watching Lit with a Twist. Cheers. listening to Lit with a Twist. My name is Rachel Yeomans. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Rachel Yeomans. That is Y-E-O-M-A-N-S. Yes, Yeoman of the Guard for you history buffs. Editing courtesy of Hypothetical. Intro, Sweeter Vermouth by Kevin McLeod. Outro, Rolling at Five. Also courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Both available at incompetech.com. That is I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Check out more at litwithatwist.com. We are also hosted on SoundCloud. That is soundcloud.com slash litwithatwist. That is where we are hosted. Thank you for listening. Pour yourself a drink. Have a great night.